As the Matzah in Eretz Yisrael intensifies and the war on Hamas stretches into its second week, many fear that public sentiment or worse, battle fatigue, will set in and people will not be as supportive or receptive to the plight of Israel. Just yesterday, everybody was talking about the report that came in about a hospital in Gaza that exploded and over 500 Palestinians were killed. Instantly, the world condemned Israel not even bothering to wait and see who was really responsible. All over the world, every country, every news media outlet, it was just automatically condemning Israel. The IDF sent out a missive <clears throat> claiming that a Palestinian terror faction, Islamic Jihad, had misfired their missiles and even backed it up with clear analysis of proof. But the world doesn't seem to care anymore. How long could they be expected to pretend to have Israel's back and defend them unconditionally against the unprecedented barbarism of terror groups like Hamas and Islamic Jihad? How long would the rest of the world play lip service, pay lip service to the notion that 1,400 Jewish karbonas, Nebuch, mean anything to them in the big picture? How long before the rich, oil Arab countries will take back the narrative of Israel as the oppressor that Hamas so callously snatched away from them by proudly showing off to the world just how evil and sinister and despicably inhumane they truly are with all those videos and pictures of massacring men, women and children, even babies and elderly people. Now they've just gone ahead and massacred their own people. Why? Just to frame Israel. The Israeli president Yitzhak Herzog calls accusations that Israel struck the hospital in Gaza blood libel. An Islamic Jihad missile, he said, has killed many Palestinians at a Gazan hospital, a place where lives should be saved. Shame on the media who swallow the lies, the lies of Hamas and Islamic Jihad broadcasting a 21st century blood libel around the globe. Shame on the vile terrorists in Gaza who willfully spill the blood of the innocent. Never before has the choice been clearer. Israel is standing against an enemy made of pure evil. If you stand for humanity, for the value of all human life, then you stand with Israel. Now, we may be small, <clears throat> we may be small and we may be in the minority, but we know right from wrong. We know truth from deceit, good from evil, even if the world cannot, or better yet, will not differentiate. Do you think this is new? Not a chance. This concept goes back thousands of years to the days of Noyach when the world was steeped in Hamas, the Hebrew word for Hamas. The world then could not, would not differentiate between good and evil. Everything was evil. Society was corrupt. Humankind was wicked and miserable. Even the animals were rotten to the core. Nobody in the entire world, the civilized world as they may call themselves, cared a whiff to do what was right and what was just, except for one man. His name was Noyach, and Noyach Motzachein Be'ene Hashem. He found favor in the eyes of Hashem. Noyach was commanded by Hashem to build a teva for 120 years, a long period of time. Why did he need 120 years? It was a period of time that was meant to heal society and convince people to change their evil and nefarious ways. Well, Neach successfully built an ark, but he was unsuccessful in attracting any followers to his tshuva movement. They mocked him, they disparaged him, and when the time came for Neach and his family to enter the teva, the ark, and seal themselves inside due to the onset of the harsh rains and the imminent flooding, society, all the people, rose up against them and tried to prevent them from doing so. Rashi quotes the Sifri at the end of Pasha's Hazinu, that the people of the Dharamabal attempted to block Neach. And he says, 
on that very day, Be'etzem Hayoyim Hazer, Noyach entered the ark, which means in the glare of full daylight. Noyach's contemporary said, We swear, Bekach, Bekach, that if we see him about to enter the ark, we will not let him proceed. Not only that, we will take axes and hatches and split open the ark. HaKadosh Baruch replied, I will have Noyach enter at midday, Be'etzem Hayoyim Hazer, and let anyone who has the power to prevent it come and prevent it. Of course, no one can prevent it. No one can block the will of Hashem. And the forces of evil, with their ammunition, their axes, their hatches at the ready, all prepared to fight and do battle with the only semblance of good in the world, failed miserably. And as they sunk down to the depths of despair during the Mabel, the beacon of light, the only good people in the world, in Noyach and his family, in the Teva, they rode out the storm and went on to rebuild the world. My friends, the forces of Hamas are threatening to take over the world. In the Second World War, it was known as an axis of evil. Today, it is a veritable united nations of evil. The whole world poses the greatest risk to the just and upstanding purveyors of truth, justice, and the divine way. We have a duty and responsibility to be that beacon in today's day and age and support our brothers and sisters in Eretz whose light shines forth to the world. Whatever it takes, we must carry the message of truth against lies to the world around us. And just as the Kaddish Baruch Hu protected Nayach and his family against the forces of Hamas in those days, with our, continu- with our continuous tefillahs, mitzvahs, Torah, and chesed, on behalf of Eretz Yisrael, he will protect them and protect us from the evil forces of Hamas and their cohorts all over the world.